everybody's come to believe that solar and wind is going to continue to decline in cost. If you go back 10 years, I think there'd be a lot of skeptics about solar. Uh, we're facing the same situation with battery technologies. Hello and welcome to the first podcast in a series focused on the transformation of energy and utilities companies to better serve their customers in the digital age. My name is Vito Labate and I'm joined today by Perry Stoneman, who is the Utilities Global Sector Leader, to talk about the latest World Energy Markets Observatory Report, or WEMO. Perry, welcome. Thank you. So let's start with some introductions, Perry. If you could please just share a bit uh, about your background. Absolutely, Vito. Um, I'm Perry Stoneman, lead the global energy and utility sector for Capgemini. I've been with Capgemini for 18 years, and uh, it's been my pleasure working on developing the predecessor to this, which is the European Energy Market Observatory, and then as of last year and this year, making it a World Energy Market Observatory. Well, so as you say, WEMO is now in its 20th year, and I believe you've worked on it from the very beginning. Um, So can you maybe tell us a little bit about the origins of the report and what it aims to achieve? So the origins was was, uh, from Europe. We studied the European energy market uh, covering a variety of things, uh, climate change, energy transition, infrastructure, security of supply. And we studied that for 18 years. And as of the 2017, we made the bold decision to take this report global. And so as of last year, the first edition of the World Energy Market Observatory was published. Uh, This year is the second, and uh, we decided to do that because we had such uh, positive feedback from the new geographies. We've always had a great readership in Europe, um, but the the World Report really did catch the attention in Asia-Pac, in North America, and and so it's a fun report to produce, and it's always a good read. Great. So tell us a little bit, Perry, about some of the key trends and even the regions that WEMO covers uh, across the world. So as I said, we cover climate change, we cover the energy transition, we cover uh, supply and final customers, we cover uh, the transformation that's happening in the industry, and we study it for Europe, North America, including Canada, um, and uh, Southeast Asia, Australia. Data is a little bit limited today for China, so we do have some information related to what China is doing in the report, uh, but we don't have key facts and figures for the Chinese market as of now. Great. You know, we've talked before uh, at a macro level that we're seeing renewables costs that are dropping, particularly in solar and wind. Um, And obviously storage battery capacity has not evolved quite so quickly as well. So are, are you seeing similar trends this year? Well, actually, everybody's come to believe that solar and wind is going to continue to decline in cost. If you go back 10 years, I think there'd be a lot of skeptics about solar. Uh, we're facing the same situation with battery technologies. There's still quite a few skeptics that the battery is going to get to the $100 uh, US dollars a kilowatt hour. But in the last three years, we've seen significant declines in uh, 34%, uh, followed by a 22% annual decline, followed by a 24% annual decline. If you take that math, and we do believe it will hit another 24% decline in its price, it will move from about 209 US dollars a kilowatt hour to approximately 160. So it's on a trajectory similar to solar. Uh, People just haven't believed that the manufacturing and and the scale of manufacturing and technology advancements is going to get it to that that magical 100 US dollars a kilowatt hour. I, I believe it will. So, and but building on that, and just to get away from the numbers a little bit, um, you know, when it comes to energy storage, I'll put you on the spot a little bit because this year you made a prediction that in 2018 it would be the year that Elon Musk uh, 
uh, would prove that battery technology's potential for energy storage is proven. Has that happened in your opinion? <laughs> yeah, um, that was a bit of a, a fun prediction, but a- absolutely. If you look at the South Australia Power Network's uh, Hornsdale Power Reserve, that's the one that was kind of famously noted by tweets from Musk that he could deliver it within 100 days or it would be free. Um, recently being in Adelaide, South Australia, um, I talked to the team there and that 100 megawatt battery implementation is uh, doing performing better than they ever expected. In fact, in the first year of operation, it will return uh, one-third of the cost of the implementation. So it's on a track to give an ROI of three years, which is absolutely incredible. What else? It, it gives you energy in seconds versus other forms of peaking plants that, that can take up to an hour. So absolutely, I believe it has uh, proven its place in the market and proven its value to, uh, to a utility like South, South Australia. Okay. Well, let's kind of traverse the globe a little bit. Um, what was your impression of how Europe in particular is progressing on their climate targets this year? Well, um, in Europe, they do have to step up their program to meet the um, EU goals of the and aspirations of the 2050 vision. Europe is doing reasonably well, but, but a step change in, in their uh, policy and their, their energy efficiency programs needs to happen. Okay. And then moving over to uh, China, what are uh, what are we finding in terms of their place in the global energy market? Uh, are they emerging? What? How do you see China emerging here? Well, let's talk about their industrial capacity first. They are the leader in, in producing um, solar panels today. Uh, they're going to retain that position as a leader in, in the manufacturing of solar. Solar, I can't see anybody displacing them. Uh, they are moving into, if they haven't already moved into the leadership position in manufacturing lithium-ion batteries. Um, and, and in consumption to the domestic market, they've started to cancel coal plants and, and implement renewable and combined cycle gas. Uh, so they're, they're making transition to their own energy mix a, a priority. Uh, they also just became the number one country in the world for adopting electric vehicles. Um, surpassing the United States officially in 2017. So China is is in the middle of a transition, transformation, um, maybe more profound than many countries in the world or any country in the world. Great. Well, let, just to wrap up then, uh, let's talk a little bit about the impact of digital or the digital revolution on, on the global energy market. Uh, where do you see energy and utilities markets? How do you th- how do they need to think about what's coming next from the digital revolution? Well, there's a lot of talk about the two-way flow of electricity, and, and the oh, clearly the industry is aware that they have to be able to um, have a grid that's intelligent enough to to handle that complexity. Probably as important is the fact that many of the resources that are going to be on the network, whether electric vehicles uh, as a demand point or supply, uh, prosumers with solar energy, batteries in the home or batteries in front of the meter, many of these assets may not be owned by the utility. So how do they handle managing these complexities uh, when they don't own the assets as they have in the past? So I'd say having a business model, we call that the digital edge, managing those complexities. I think the utilities have to have a strategy on how they're going to coordinate and manage assets that they don't own through some type of API, IoT type technology. So I think they need a game plan to be well-versed in these technologies, these edge technologies, and and start to look for um, use cases where they, they apply them. Great. Well, Perry, listen, thank you for this sneak peek uh, into the next edition of Remo. 
Uh, just for our listeners, the report will be published on November the 6th, 2018. You can go to the Capgemini website to subscribe, to have an advanced copy, emailed to you prior to publication, or check us out at capgemini.com slash Thanks for listening.